0: Hi, loves. Welcome to Anointed Love, a community that encourages you to love God, people, and become more like Christ. So, I have been pushing back this episode for as long as I could, but I feel like it is finally time for me to do this episode. So, if you can tell already by the title of the podcast episode, today I'm going to be sharing my testimony. See, This is something that is very hard for me to share because there are moments where and things that has happened that I wish not to share. However, I know that there's so much power in testimony, especially one's life testimony. And so yeah, let me just go ahead and dive right in. So growing up, I kind of was exposed to church and my family would go to church. And I just remember my mom serving in like the nursery and just going and helping. But that wasn't very consistent growing up. We had our seasons where we did go to church and we were somewhat consistent. And then after a while, like we just stopped going and we moved churches a lot. And so it was very hard to be planted in a church for a while and to really get connected. So growing up, I knew somewhat of God. I knew there was something out there. There was a God. I would go to my classes and I would, you know, learn about God, but I never really had a strong relationship with him. And then in my elementary years, I don't really remember much about that time. I just remember that I was somewhat in church but going into middle school is when uh, life started to really happen. I remember in middle school that I was trying to find myself and find what it's like to just be me. I remember having a crush on this guy, and it's really weird because I had a dream about him yesterday, so I'm like, okay, Lloyd, I get what you're trying to say. So I had a crush on a guy that was really popular at our school, and so I noticed the girls that he was into. And so I would try to dress and be like those girls because I wanted to be liked by him. And so I changed my identity and I changed who I was to gain the attention and to gain the his like feelings towards me because I just wanted affection. And why? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just... What I was seeking at the time because I didn't know God. But I remember at, at first, when I first went into middle school, I didn't really care how I looked. I was not cute at all. And then with time, I started to copy those girls and seek his attention. And that's when the bullying really started to happen because I liked that guy. And I wasn't cool enough or pretty enough to like him, I wasn't one of the popular kids. And so that's when I started to seek the attention of guys. And going into high school is when it even got worse. So freshman year, I had a crush on another guy. And I just remember getting bullied because I had a crush on him. And I just remember there was a moment where it was really hard and I remember with the bullying, it got so, it got to me a lot because I remember being suicidal at that time. And I remember there was this person who called me thirsty. And literally, we were in the middle of class, and I remember this. We were in the middle of class, and they drew a glass of water. And gave it to me because I had a crush on this guy and overall throughout my high school years, cause even sophomore years when I got my, I wouldn't even call it a relationship because we only dated for three months. But in that time when I was dating that guy, I was losing myself in that guy. I was finding my identity and my worth in guys in general junior year I couldn't be by myself I literally went from talking to one guy to talking to the next and the next and the next and the next next because I couldn't be by myself and then senior year comes is when I got into my first official relationship because it lasted three years on and off but with that relationship I got so lost so lost and Every time that we broke up, because it was an on-and-off relationship, every time we broke up, I just remember wanting God. I remember wanting a relationship with God, and yet I got pulled back into him. I really idolized that relationship. I really put him on a pedestal. I, He was everything to me. He was my identity. He was a part of me, because we were also intimate, and he was my first everything, And so everything that I should have been giving to God, I was giving to him. My time, my effort, my energy, everything. I was giving everything to this guy. And I got so lost in that relationship that whenever we broke up, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was so in a routine of seeing this guy every day, giving him everything, literally everything that when I no longer had him in my life, I literally felt like God saved me. I was so lost in this relationship that when I got out of it, I truly did not know who I was. I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know what it was like to just live because I was living for another person. And When I was out of that relationship, I went through that phase of post-breakup. I started seeking validation still from other guys at clubs. I would drink. I would smoke weed. I literally did a lot of things to try to fill myself up because I was so broken. And I even had this season of being lukewarm where I would go to church on I wanted to say on Sundays and then go to the clubs on Fridays and Saturdays and I just remember being in college too where I literally went out three to four times a week and it was it was crazy I don't I don't know how I had the energy I I remember even once that I went to the club and I had to work in a few hours like I remember going home at like four or five in the morning and having work at like seven. And I was only able to sleep for an hour because I had to take off my makeup, get undressed and all that stuff. And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, is this how I want to live? And all thanks to COVID, I see it as a blessing because of what it helped me get out of. Because of COVID, I wasn't able to go to the clubs anymore. I wasn't able to put myself in those positions anymore because there was no parties, there was no clubs, there was no way for me to get that fulfillment, that temporary satisfaction that I was getting. But even before all that COVID stuff and before just God rescuing me, there was still other things that I struggled with. I struggled a lot with insecurity, with comparing myself to others, for putting myself down, for not being where I wanted to be in life. There was a lot that I went through and struggled with. And when I was younger, in middle school too, I remember being exposed to porn. And I think that's when I started to really get curious about my body. I got very curious about what it's like. And I remember... I had a relative who was curious about his body too, a few relatives actually, and thankfully it didn't go very far, but there were moments when I was younger that that curiosity got to them. You know, porn has nothing good. It has nothing good. It really takes away from the true meaning of love and the real meaning be- behind having sex. The covenant and sex is supposed to be a beautiful thing. It's supposed to be a beautiful thing that happens between married married couples. And I lost myself in it. I lost myself really badly in that relationship that I was in and we were very intimate a lot but you know I'm really grateful that God rescued me out of that relationship because the thing is is that once God rescued me out of that relationship and I went through that phase of being lukewarm my life has never been the same Of course, I still struggle with things like you've heard in other episodes like depression, anxiety, and all these other things, but it's never been the same. You see, now I have my identity in Christ. Now I'm not by myself. I don't have to look for validation or satisfaction in alcohol and weed and relationships and other people. It's, God, who gives me that, and I know there's a lot more to my testimony, a lot that I haven't mentioned, but this is what I feel on my heart to share. This is what I feel to share, and I know that God is not done with me, nor is He done with you. That by me sharing a part of my life and being vulnerable to you, he's going to honor that. And he's going to touch somebody's hearts to let them know that a relationship does not validate their worth. That they are, that you are truly loved. No man or woman should be able to have that much power over you. They shouldn't be who you are. They shouldn't be your identity and where you find your worth. No substance will ever fill you. And most definitely, porn will never, never fill you. Sex will never fill you. When I was lukewarm, I went to a lot of parties and I went to the club. And I started clubbing, I want to say, when I was eight i think it was even before 18 that i started clubbing i started clubbing probably around no i was 18 it was 18 when i started to club because there was a 18 plus club that i used to go to and so i started clubbing at 18 and i just remember going every weekend i would go to the club every weekend because that's where i felt good that's where I had that temporary satisfaction and where I got my worth from guys. So I used to club a lot, 18, um, all the way until COVID. So that was maybe two years. I'm not sure. It's around that time. It, it's It was a year or two that I was clubbing. And I went to parties and house parties and all these different things, too. But I remember meeting someone at the club and she knew a lot of people and through her and even a few other friends I met through the club or that I used to club with I was put in a lot of positions that God is the only way that I was able to get out I remember once where the designated driver was so drunk that she couldn't drive her own car and I had to drive And I feel bad for her, of course, for that situation and that night, because I know that seeking validation from guys and being so drunk that you can't even function, that she was going through something. And so when I was lukewarm, I felt very convicted because... I was trying to find my validation and guys and I was turning to alcohol when one part of me wanted to satisfy myself with that stuff still and another part of me I felt God just talking like you don't need that stuff. So when covid happened and I finally realized, hey, like I don't want this anymore. I this is not the life that I want to be living is when he truly started to transform me because I made that decision. I made that decision to no longer stay lukewarm, no longer to allow myself to be caught up with that stuff. I remember going to youth events or young adult events and just thinking like, I'm about to go to the club this weekend. I am over here with these Christian people, but on the weekend, I'm going to go to the club and I'm going to be doing things and Drinking things and stuff that I shouldn't be doing and I felt so convicted I felt so convicted and I remember doing something that I shouldn't have done because of curiosity and allowing myself to give into my flesh and I felt so convicted after because I was lukewarm I was going to the church I loved God I wanted a relationship with God but I was still trying to find my word somewhere else So God definitely saved me. And the way that I envision me getting out of that relationship, that relationship that I was in, I literally envisioned this cage and I was the bird that was locked in it. And it wasn't until I made that decision and seeing that door open and just going out of that cage that I was truly free. Of course, God gives us free will and he gives us a choice to choose how we wish to live our life. But the door is always open. He's always ready to welcome you with open arms. He's always ready to be like, are you ready to let go and die to your flesh daily? Pick up your cross daily and live for me, live with me, partner alongside me and live a fulfilling life? Or do you want to try to find temporary satisfaction in all these different other things? So after finally deciding to no longer be lukewarm and finally start pursuing God is when I felt like I was no longer the same. Of course, I had those moments where I was wanting to still go back to the club or when I did go back to the club, even though I shouldn't have, I did fall. I did fall short like I'm not perfect, but I remember just wanting more of God. I remember praying for the friends that I have now. I remember praying for a church that's going to help me grow. And I started to take the steps to start growing and to start getting closer to God. I don't share my testimony because it's what I'm supposed to do. I don't share my testimony because I want you to feel bad for me. I want you to, you know, pity me or anything like that. I share my testimony because there's so much power in it. I share it because I feel in my heart that somebody is going to feel like they are not alone. I share it because I want you to know what God rescued me from. Where he has truly moved and transformed me. And I know that we have testimonies every single day. And there are going to be more things that God... Delivers us from. No matter what you have been through, just know that you are truly, truly loved. That God has never left or forsaken you, and nor will He ever. See, we have to go through things to grow through it. And I truly believe and I hope that this touched you in some way, whether you're able to relate to it or that you just. Feel the power of my testimony because I know that there's power in yours. So may you continue to run after God, read your word, and know that you're loved.